The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning if I don't see you tomorrow. Anyway, today we're trying something a little bit different. We're going to be announcing that the program is being done from wherever I am. I'm up in New York, so that's where I am. I'm doing it today outside the studio because we had a conflict of reservations of time. So today it's going to be me and no and no other me. There's just me. That's it. It's just me. Believe it or not, it's just going to be me. So that's it. From now on, let me start off and my favorite part of the program to begin with, and I hope you'll like it too. It's now rhyme time. And now we know who won the elections. Well, not exactly. There are still lots of outstanding ballots, and then the ones they haven't found yet too, with some corrections. It's always fascinating to me. We can send a man to the moon in a day, but to count ballots, We need more than three. So ask yourself why the system is still broken. It's what the Democrats want. It's an opportunity to change things about it. We haven't spoken. But things aren't always as they appear. They will tell you, don't fret. They'll always be next year. But there must be integrity on our elections. And things can't be this wrong without someone to make major corrections. The politicians and the party leaders want you to believe. But is this that a fraud that they practice to deceive? Why can some states count ballots in a day and then some states with always issues and ridiculously longer delay? We must secure the elections and prevent the rampant fraud. And to think that they can get away with it The whole system in these states is flawed. So who said you can't buy elections? The Democrats with the college loan program send the new hired 87K IRS agents to do the collections. They will be knocking on your doors to take you to the cleaners. And if you don't comply, they will give you some felonies and misdemeanors. So the main issue that has won the day For the Democrats, it was the abortion way. No longer do the people want to accept the government in our bedroom. If they make a baby, the people want the ability to reject. Now, Arizona claims they can't count. And at last, they had 650K to do. But it's beginning to sound like, to me, if it's Pinocchio, then his nose grew. There has to be a better system to make additions a simple task. Why they can't seem to get it right, that question, they just won't let you ask. The House and the Senate are still not known. If this was a poker game in the Old West, when you didn't show your cards after the hand, a shot will ring out and your life will have been blown. For some reason, to most of us unknown, If they wanted to change the mess, they would need a really strong backbone. Why do election issues seem to linger way too long? If we could and would solve them, the integrity would be strong. 
Don't get me started on the money that was spent. Think about the billions and think about where it went. There can be no integrity if things stay the same. It is like no one is doing anything. They want to have someone's party to blame. The fact is that people who do run often seem like they are doing it to become a politician, just for fun. Often it's not always they forget about the people who elected their butts. And when they get to Washington, they act completely nuts. We have to choose our candidates who are most like ourselves. Otherwise, we wind up getting all these elites who pretend just to be elves. Wishing people would we would put in office to do the right thing. The ones running things now have put our all our butts in a sling. The economy's stupid, I did decree. I, too, underestimated the impact of the abortion issues. I just did not see. Sometimes talking is not the very best way. Listening to what others are saying and make better choices, that's what now I have to say. Just when you thought things were going to get better, while this winter is going to be freezing all, all Democrats say, just get yourself a heavier sweater. Nevada, another state who needs a strong math teacher, they think they have another month. It's a simple ballot, folks, not a mythical creature. What seems to be simple and at times too complex? They need to reinvent this wheel and get it right with the specs. Elections in all states must have voter ID. Unless when I'm at the airport next week, you let me onto the plane without ID, you see. Because flying with no ID is as crazy as a loon. But when it comes to voting for some reason, the Dems are singing another tune. Several of the seats in dispute are still running neck and neck. If they count any slower, then it won't matter. Soon it will be time to re-elect. If this doesn't make sense to anyone at all, then why haven't they fixed this idiocy? It should not have to be a brawl. The people we elect have to drop their personal views. If it's politics, then represent we the people. You have to choose. Put your petty differences aside and get our work done. And if you don't do it, America must remember at the end of your term, a job you should have none. Wake up, politicians, and surprise us this time. And then I can say America is back. It has made the climb. Screw it up again, and we can't let it slip. Then we will vote you out, and again the power will flip. We have to find people who are like the founding fathers that were, and each of them look out for our country, a nationalism it would stir. No, that's not a bad thing, as they have told you in school. It's a glue that binds the people of this once great country, and it's used to be, it used to be very cool. Said the Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag Every Day, and all in the classroom took that time to look around and see that they were actually, for that moment, all the same. There was no color, no gender, no sex change that we saw. 
We all were just all Americans. And to this country, what we owed, we stood in awe. A less complex time, I think it was then. And if you disagreed, you would stop and you'd listen to them. No more is there sanity or civility to one another or the other. You would think we did not all come at the beginning, come from the same mother. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You would think those words would still have been stuck to our wall. But instead we seek to erase our glorious and sometimes bad history, and claim that America was as bad as a nation as it could be. But the reality is that truth would still stand here before us each day and stop lying to us from the Washington Beltway. If it is truth that we seek, it's time, a time to react. If we put people who are incompetent in office, the bad policies will follow. And that's just a fact. So as I wrap up another happy rhyme time this week, figure out what you want in life and let the elected officials know as they start that it's only happiness we seek. Well, as I normally say, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anyway, I don't know whether or not there was clapping, but okay. We'll kind of move on along in the, well, blah, blah, blah. and now I sound like Joe Biden. Holy moly, the lights just went out here. Look at this. Holy moly. I can't believe it. Okay, here we go. Back to the lights. So what I want to kind of hit here in, you know, block one is we're kind of looking at things a little bit differently lately, and I really want to pay attention to that. You know, I kept hearing a lot in this election season about the election integrity. Okay, and that was great. And then the big closing argument, the huge closing argument from the Democrats was democracy is on the ballot. And you know what? They were right. Democracy was on the ballot. And here's why democracy was under attack. They kept saying democracy is really under attack. Okay, well, now let's look at who attacked democracy, because that's important. I think that's something that we all need to look at. And we need to maybe put some safeguards in as we go forward to figure out what went wrong. So what really happened? What was under attack here? Well, first they said it was the Republicans. The Republicans are going to take away your rights. Well, okay, let's look at what the Democrats did. Because right now they kept telling you the whole time it was the Republicans. So what did the Republicans do? The Republicans tried to keep integrity. The voters in Republican states, they have voter ID, which to me makes a heck of a lot of sense. Like I've always said before, and I've always said it, and I'll continue to say it. When you let me into the White House, or you let me on a plane without me having to show ID, then I think you should be allowed to go vote without ID. But if I said to you, get on a plane, no problem, without any whatsoever ID, I don't have to prove who I am or anything else. I just want to get on the plane. Here's my ticket. Thank you very much. You would say that's crazy. That's Looney Tunes, correct? But then why, why, why is it okay to get on an election booth, get in an election booth, get near an election booth without having to show ID? Now, why is that? Are people today dumb enough that they can't get an ID? If you want Social Security, you need to prove who you are. 
If you want Medicare, you need to prove who you are. If you want to go outside the country, you need to have a passport. Hey, that's an ID, isn't it? Well, why is it important at this particular time that we don't have election integrity and create an election ID? And you know what? All you have to do is prove who you are. How simple is that? But you see, that's not what they want. They want it different. They want it easy to cheat. That's what you're missing. They keep talking about election integrity, election integrity. The Republicans are going to take your rights away. But the reality is, is that they are doing it. And they did it. The Democrats are really great, what I, what I like to call political mirrors. They really are phenomenal political mirrors. And what that is, is they accuse you of doing exactly what they are doing themselves. And that's something that I find fascinating. If you think about it for a second, the Democrats always accuse the Republicans of doing what they are already doing. Yet, for some reason, their lapdog media, they just keep taking it forward and they don't do anything about it. The lapdog media just picks it right up and runs with it. And it's kind of, it's frustrating to anyone else who's with a reality check. But what I'm going to do is we're going to take a short break and we'll listen to the advertisements. And then right after this, we're going to tell you who really attacked America. And you'll be surprised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about, after rhyme time, why and who is attacking democracy? We all want to know that, right? That's an important factor. But once again, as I said before the break, the democratic mirror is pretty amazing because they will always accuse you of doing what they're doing. And that's great because then you can see what's behind their plan. Now, here's the real deal. Here's what really happened. And let me tell you, Democracy was under attack. They were correct. But democracy was under attack from the Democrats. And the interesting fact is, is that they will never be held liable for such a contemptual act, such an act of treason to the respect of the American people. But I have to once again give them kudos. 
because they were brilliant again, the Democratic National Committee. They should be commended. They should be commended. Why? Because they executed a plan that was so devious and so cunning that once again, the Republican Party and their leadership were completely caught off guard. And guess what? The Republicans had no answer. And by the time they actually realized what was happening, it was too late. It was just like the 2020 elections. So what did the Democrats do that I was so upset about, that I think that you should be so upset about? Because in essence, they slapped the American public in the face. They said, no, no, we do not trust you to elect people that we believe should be elected. So what did they do? They spent the Democratic Party and their little dark money, they call it dark money, light money, whatever it is. It's money that is spent trying to change, trying to change elections. Democrats actually spent nearly a billion dollars on propping up Republican candidates that they thought were so extreme to the right side of things that they would be easier to beat in the general election. So, Who was really attacking democracy here? Who really cares, right? The Democrats chose Republican candidates, not American voters. Do you understand the outrageous conduct here? I do. Do you understand it? The outrageous conduct was they did not, they put their thumb on the scale of justice and they did not let America decide who its elected officials should be. They said, America, you're too stupid. This is the cradle-to-grave mentality, the oppressed and oppressor mentality, where a bunch of bald-headed women are running around telling us what we should be doing, and a bunch of people who were transgender, some gender, non-gender, are going to tell you what you should believe. Well, here's my question. Why did you stick your thumb on the scale of justice and change an outcome? See, I'm tired at this point of listening to other people who are going to tell me what's right and what's wrong. When I went to school, and hopefully when you went to school, and some of you are new listeners, you may have gone to the new schools where they taught you what the thought, what the, what the thought, there you go, what to think and not what and how to think. So they gave you an idea and they said to you, this is what it is. When I went to school, they said, here's the problem. Can you figure it out? They taught you an analysis, and this is why I find it really amazing that our voting has become so corrupted and in such an easy manner that they did so. They actually funded Republican extreme candidates. Now, first of all, what they did, which was absolutely brilliant, is they defined extremism. And what was extremism? They defined it as anyone who didn't believe what they believed. And what did they use as their main pushing issue? This is what caught the Republicans by surprise. They caught the Republicans on the abortion issue. And how did they do that? Because, you know what? I don't care whether you have an abortion, don't have an abortion. I personally don't believe in abortions. I have two daughters who do. Okay? Do I not love them? Do I ostracize them? Do I hate them? No. I love them just as much as I love them when they knew nothing about the word abortion. So that has nothing to do with my life. 
And quite frankly, they made a huge issue. And I'm up in New York, and they made a brilliant play in New York. I, I absolutely, I got to tell you, they backed the Republicans into the corner. But what I did notice what was very important to me is they made it a one-horse race. They really did. They took the Republicans out of it because the Republicans had no answer to the abortion issue. And what was the simple answer? You know, nobody contacted me and said, hey, how do we get around this? And here's how you get around it. It's very simple. Very, very simple. Let me point this out to the Republicans who sometimes have the ability. And I, you heard me say this on many a show before. Do not underestimate the Republicans' ability to shoot themselves in the head. And once again, they did. So this amazing red tsunami that was coming, oh my God, it was going to be a rush. We're going to be drowning in Republicans. Well, it was less than a ripple. Less than a ripple. And we're not even sure if it is a ripple yet. Uh, you know, you you need only to, and I hate to keep picking on the guy, but I got to tell you, I give him a lot of credit for where he's going. And I heard this morning on MSNBC, which is God, every time you think that they're not dumb enough, they simply take it as a personal challenge and go down the other road. And then CNN was backed up right into that parking space with them. And here's what the problem was. They both, they were talking about John Fetterman and how amazing he was and how phenomenal he was. Listen, he took a page, as I told you before, out of Joe Biden's campaign book. Campaign from the basement. Don't be seen. Let other people tell them what you believe in. No one has any clue what you believe in, so they can create anything they want for any person. And then you can always have plausible denial, because it's not you. You didn't say it. Someone else said it on your behalf. That's the plausible denial. I love it. But Fetterman was absolutely brilliant. He stayed away from everything. He stayed away, except at the end, he had one debate. And here's the question. There were hundreds of thousands of ballots already cast, and nobody saw this guy in action. Nobody saw this guy was a complete boob, a complete imbecile, non-functioning human being that you, Pennsylvania, congratulations, you just sent to the Senate. Thank you very much, Pennsylvania. Now, it is true he may fit in with the rest of the brain-dead senators up there, but on the other hand, America needs senators that are intelligent. We need congressmen that think, and women, because, you know, you want to be PC here. So you need people who can think for themselves and do an analysis of something if a plan or a project is put on the table. What are they going to do? Put it out for him in Braille? Someone's going to have to read it to him? Wait, that's right. He has auditory problems. So now we're going to have to put it up on a big screen and make it a teleprompter for him. Well, I'm all in favor of doing certain things for disabled people. But I can tell you this much. I would find it highly improbable that a Formula One racer who has no arms and no legs would be a Formula One racer. You know, as much as they think that they want to be a Formula One racer, and as much as you held them off to the side and got some sponsors for them, when it came time for them to actually get in the car and drive and shift and move, Guess what? They could not do it. It's an impossibility right now in this world. However, we somehow have elected a stroke victim that, in in my own personal opinion, I'll tell you, and, and listen, 
Oz was a candidate. I think he would have been a much better senator. Was he the best candidate? Did he know how to run? No, he did not. He took the summer off, which I just am baffled by that. But in his in his own mind, I guess that was good for him. Okay. But here's the problem. Once again, we're back to the same issue. Is the people we elect must be smarter than the problems. Or the problems continue to exist. So when you have a guy like Fetterman up there, they harped on his ability to perform the job. And what did that do? Well, in my mind, I think what it did is it made people feel sorry for the guy. And the Democrats, once again, brilliant as they are, they turned around and they ran as a victim. They are the best victims in the world. The Democrats are professional victims. And the Republicans once again caught like deer in the headlights. They had no idea what to do with this. So what did they do? So they ran Oz and they, they funded him and they gave him lots and lots of millions of dollars. And they forgot one thing. What are you running on? You know, one of the things that I noticed that, oh, they both did it. The Democrats and the Republicans is just the Democrats are better at doing it. They ran away from their own policies and ran against someone else's bad ideas. And that, quite frankly, is a really bad decision. That is a decision that had dramatically less red wave effect than they anticipated. And why? Because it didn't do anything for the people. If you want me to vote for you, don't tell me that the guy is a blithering idiot. I can see that. Even though he's still hiding, I can still see he's an idiot. But go after his policies. You know, Oz did not go after his policies. He tried to make it as a, you know, oh, he doesn't have the capacity to do this. And what did that do again? I told you, it made him a victim. And once he's a victim, everybody feels sorry for him. But here's what you had to do in Pennsylvania. Very simple. Attack his radical policies. The fracking. The fracking, the fracking. He was against fracking until now it's convenient to be for fracking. And before fracking, he was after fracking. No, just kidding. But I'm telling you right now, they made a huge error, tactical error, again. And like I told you, never underestimate the Republicans' abilities to shoot themselves in the head. And they did again. But Fetterman, they were talking about it on CNN and MSNBC as him running for president. Now, granted, up against Biden, Biden looks like Socrates compared to Fetterman when he speaks, even though he gets lost, falls off the stage, falls up the steps, can't ride a bike. He's still light years ahead of Fetterman. And I got to tell you, to have Fetterman anywhere near the Senate, quite frankly, to America is an embarrassment. It's a complete embarrassment. The guy is an embarrassment. But you in Pennsylvania elected him. Good luck. Have a great time with him. But here's the problem. Your dumb election messes up the entire rest of the country if the Senate goes to Democratic control. That's a problem. Why is that a problem? Because we just had almost 20 months of runaway spending, runaway crazy programs, trillions of dollars of spending, massive inflation, massive hikes of everything, disasters, 
Still, supply chains, don't even stop me talking about that. But these are the things that you had. And that's that's one of the problems. You didn't attack the policies. You went after the person. And that was a bad mistake. So what we're going to do is going to pick it up on the voting season issue right after this. We're going to take a short break and get some messages in here. We got to make the grade. All right. Thanks for listening. Stand by right after the messages. Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Thanks for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on this lovely day. Hope you're having a good time and hope you're paying attention to what I'm saying. So anyway, what I was talking about right before the break again, you know, elections are very, very critical in this nation. And if you watch some of the nations around the world, and I know people tell me I'm all local, I'm not global. Well, you know what? There's enough local problems and enough American problems to not have to be concerned with the rest of the world right now. I mean, we are on the verge of a nuclear war with Russia. China's about to invade Taiwan. North Korea's lobbing missiles over the Japan Sea and into Japan's waters and threatening everybody in the region and threatening America. And Joe Biden's going off on vacation to Delaware. And the rest of his insanity crew doesn't seem to be grasping the fact that our inflation. Okay. So here, here was the real key factor here. Just to step aside for a second and get to another topic. Jumping all over, get off the election, and let's jump all over for a second. America as we stand today. So what do we got going on here? We got a lot of things going on. We just cut another 40 million, I think, to Ukraine. Yeah, we have an unlimited supply of money. I, I heard about that. that. There's a big money tree in the back of the White House that Joe's growing, and uh, the Democrats water it, and it just keeps producing money. And that's why they really need 87,000 IRS agents because they don't know how to stop spending money stupidly. You know, and I'll go off again, rather than stop him before Russia walked into Ukraine when 175,000 troops were on the border, they weren't all going for ice cream, Joe. They were going to attack, and they did. And, of course, he was completely caught off guard. He was about as effective in Ukraine before it started as he was in Afghanistan getting out of there. You know, when you set those kind of rules up, you set yourself a failure, 13 servicemen killed. Yeah, and I'm going to keep reminding you of that because that really annoys the living daylights out of me. But 
I'll get back to topic that I wanted to cover. The election season. We, we really need to set up in America. And I don't know how we're going to do this because we can't even agree in the Senate or the House what day it is, let alone getting something done. And this is why I'm really, at this point, really concerned that America is voting for people who can lie the best and the people who are funded the best. And all these dark money packs and all these people who are piling billions of dollars into elections, why do you think they do that? Well, I'll tell you why they do that. Because they get their little special favors in return. Why does a company who wants to get a regulation change donate millions and millions of dollars to candidates? Well, gee, that's the way the world works in the capitalistic system, right? Well, you know what? I don't think that's acceptable anymore. I think we have to change the system. I don't think that the America that I know can afford to get billions and billions of dollars into an election system, which kind of vitiates the whole purpose of having an election. Because now America's not voting on candidates. They're voting on the garbage that were filtered. You know, if you feed people garbage, they're going to eat garbage. And that's exactly what we did, is we ate up all the garbage that they sent us. They sent us all these billions and billions of dollars of media advertising. Every five minutes, I was getting a phone call from somebody else telling me, vote this guy, vote that guy. And let me give you an example how how well and how organized, and I'll tell you, conservatives, you better get your act together. You are disorganized. You have not gotten your act together in all the years that I've been a voter. And I'm, trust me, I voted many, many years already. But this is the problem. There's no organization. The left, they use the same phrase, the same buzzwords each and every day. It's, it's like a fax goes out to every media outlet, every individual in the Democratic Party, and they all use the same words each and every single day. And to me, that's most amazing. But more importantly, it's most effective. It's very effective for things like this. Elections. So we need to set up a set of rules. Now, here's one of the big things is that goes on. And I, I've heard and read stories of it left, right, and center, or CNN, MSNBC. They don't cover anything that has to do with election integrity because it's usually the Democrats messing around with the election integrity. So they don't want to get you involved in that. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. It reminds me of uh, that movie Police Academy. Nothing to see here is the entire block's blowing up because nothing to see here. They want you to look at the shiny object, and they're going to present you with a new shiny object. And they did it in New York, and I'll tell you exactly what they did in New York. Our unelected troll, Kathy Hochul, was running for office against Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin's a congressman. Now, Lee Zeldin had good ideas, but here's what happened to Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul, denier of crime, she wants to talk about election deniers? She should shut her stupid mouth and start talking about how about the crime deniers because election deniers are not getting anyone killed. However, crime deniers are. Alvin Bragg had the, the, hmm, had the you know what's to come out today in front of city hall and say, well, no, I am protecting the city. I have to go to work and protect the city. And he walked away from the media. This guy, the first day if Zeldin was elected would have been fired. 
and should be fired now by Kathy Hochul. Instead, because he's a Soros-backed DA, and this is another problem why I keep telling you, we have to get money out of politics, okay? You cannot spend a billion dollars to get people elected because the American population is the ones who are supposed to elect people, not the multimedia corporations, not the media, and certainly not these dark money packs, and certainly not knuckleheads like Soros, okay? And there's a lot of dark money packs floating around all over the place. But you should not have to spend a $100 million on an election in a state where you don't even belong. This is what went on in Pennsylvania. Money from outside Pennsylvania came in and poured in to baloney the people, and I was going to use a different word, but it's a family show, of Pennsylvania into thinking that, holy moly, Fetterman's a moderate. And why do I keep going back to Pennsylvania? Because it's the most blatant scenario of what they've done and how effective they are at doing it. They literally ran a stroke victim against a heart surgeon, and the heart surgeon lost. Okay? The guy can't put two sentences together, and he won. Maybe that's the new criteria for the Democratic Party. You can't be able to speak in in rational words. You cannot be able to put two sentences together, and then we vote you into office. Because then we can tell you exactly what we want you to do. So here's the question. Who's running the country? Why are they running it into the ditch? You know, they used to talk about the Republicans driving grandma into the ditch. They have ditched this economy, I'll tell you that much. Trump gave them a booming economy coming out of COVID, which was amazing. We were real strong as opposed to some of the other countries. And somehow or another, it went to quicksand and everything fell through. Everything went down except the inflation rate. Guess what? Value of your pensions went down. The value of your income went down. But the inflation rate went up. Now, ooh, they're going to tout the 7.2% or whatever it was this month as opposed to the 8.5% last month. But, folks, let me put it to you in real-world stuff. When you went to the supermarket, when you went to go put gasoline in your car, was it less expensive or more expensive? When you went to buy some pizza, was it less expensive or more expensive? These are, you know, I hate the issue. They, they, I hate the issue. I I can't stand the fact that they keep telling you it's, it's a kitchen table issue. Most of these people have never seen a kitchen table. They have servants like Nancy Pelosi. You think Joe Biden knows where the kitchen is? He can't even get up steps. He can't ride a bicycle. And they know where the kitchen is? When I grew up in a Puerto Rican neighborhood, Joe said. Okay, so he has some problems with recollection. But his policies stink. It's not only his recollection. But here's the problem. The Democrats are in lockstep. Sound familiar? Yeah, they did it last time too. One word, it's the word of the day. It's the word inflation. Everybody uses the word inflation, 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 inflation. They're going to use it so much, then they're going to tell you inflation's not the problem. It's Putin's inflation. It's Putin's grass. It's his hikes. It's this hike. It's that hike. Everybody has a different hike. But yet when the prices go down, guess who takes credit for it? Yes, that guy, Joe Biden. 
So I don't know if you recognize the pattern or not yet, where if it goes down, it's his. He owns it. It's his. It's great. The economy, the gas price went down three cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. If it's going up, let's see, it's been Putin. It's the gas companies. It's been the world economy is in a depression. And inflation, we're doing much better than every other country. Not exactly the truth. Like I said, if Joe was Pinocchio, maybe that's why he's using that other microphone he keeps carrying around, because he can't get the facts straight. But the reality is, is that we need to get something better. It's just not working here. You know, he can't continue on the same. You know, they asked him, well, now that you have to work with, you're probably going to lose Congress. Do you Are you going to make any changes? And he said, nope, no changes at all. He doesn't get it. And I don't know if it's because of his age, his ancient thinking, or the fact is he just doesn't care because he doesn't care if things are going downhill. He's on his way out. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that question is. But but clearly, the longer this goes on with him, you gotta you gotta think. Wait a second. Does this guy not comprehend at all what's going on around him? I mean, that's a serious that's a serious problem. It really is. I mean, we got one senator from Pennsylvania is going to the Washington stink house, and now we have a president who doesn't even understand that when he's lost the Congress, and and by the way, they think it's a win, which I found astonishing. That was pretty amazing. Everybody in. Uh, you know, everybody in, in media land there kept talking up, oh, it's an amazing night for the, it's an amazing win for the Democrats. You know, usually they lose 67 seats and they only lost, well, we don't know exactly, uh, because Arizona and Nevada can't count. Last I heard, Arizona had 650,000 votes uncounted and Nevada, 120,000 votes uncounted. It's ridiculous. You have 33 House and three Senate votes still not counted. It's amazing to me, and I don't understand in this day and age, we can send a man to the moon, but we can't count votes. But yet, look at the Republican Florida. Look at what happened in Florida under DeSantis. And what I'm going to do is, you know, I'll get to Florida in a little bit. I got a lot of stuff to cover today, so I just want to try to pull that back. But um, with Florida, they did an amazing job just like they did right after the storm. And what I want to just jump into after is what were the issues with this election? And I think that's very important. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to step out now for a couple of minutes, let you guys listen to some great advertising, and we'll catch you right on the other side of the break. Stand by. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. 
Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So as we run into our fourth block here, our end of block, our end of hours of our amazing program today, I want to thank you all for listening. But I think what we're needing to do in this country is to set and establish some real serious rules on votes. None of this ballot harvesting stuff or ballot growing stuff or ballot changing stuff or the hanging chad kind of problems or the put the date on the outside, put the date on the inside. You got to write it in red. You got to write it in blue. You got to throw it around the room three times and have some coffee stains on it, or it doesn't get counted. I think you have to figure out how to do this. This is not that difficult. And I think mass mailing of ballots is a problem because it commits fraud. It It, it is so much easier to do a fraudulent ballot. And the same day registration, that just doesn't make sense to me. You can't even count the damn ballots on the same day. You want to register people, have them vote, and then think you can count it? What, are we going to have voting season? So by the time we figure out who's elected, because you guys are all over the place with a hundred different rules and laws and and problems you can't count until the day of the election, and you can't start counting the absentee ballots before, you're doing all this all over the place. The problem is, is that by the time you guys figure out who actually got elected, it's time to vote again. So this isn't working, folks. This just isn't working. And for those of you who think it is working, I beg to differ with you. Let's just agree to disagree. But clearly, the longer the process goes on when you're going through these election counting, it's convoluted, it's complex, and it it really breeds a sense of dissension among the ranks. You know, people start to say, wait a second, is this, you know, election deniers? Well, listen, your your denier-in-chief was Stacey Abrams. I don't think she ever conceded the last election, but that's okay. You know, she's her career is going as well as Beto's is. But I, I look forward to getting candidates one day who actually – are people like us. Remember, this country was not built by the elites. This country was built by people. They were farmers. They were sharecroppers. They were people who started. And they came together and they understood this was the country. And it wasn't what they wanted. It was what they wanted for the people they represented. And maybe when we go to Washington again, when we send these knuckleheads to Washington, we need to remind them of that daily. Maybe we should send them little sticky notes. You represent us, not just you. And that might help. Maybe. It's possible. Although for Fetterman, we might have to do something different. But I don't want to offend the guy. But listen, he's offended America. You know, he should have stepped down. And the people that ran him for this office, it's an embarrassment. It really is. And shame on you people for running him. You know, 
I feel bad for the guy. I wish him a full recovery, but the chances of that are bleak. Almost as bleak as if the Republicans don't get back, <laughs> they don't get back Congress. But the other problem that the Republicans have, and they have a, a, a whole host of them, is their leadership is old and ancient and dried out. And what do I mean by that? There hasn't been a new idea out of Mitch McConnell in the last hundred years. And, you know, that guy, they, they tell him he's the staunch Republican. He's the face of the Republicans. We need a facelift, people. Okay, it's time. It's time. We have to get these people out. And I will tell you another thing. When the Dobbs decision started to mellow out and people started to realize that crime was the major issue and the economy was going to destroy them, and whether or not you could ever get to your abortion clinic in those neighborhoods where shooting is rampant was going to be an issue, people started to think, you know what, maybe it's time to look at crime and let's vote on the crime statistics, which are horrendous, by the way. You know, AOC comes out the other day and goes, eh, crime in New York is down. No, the only thing it's down in New York is your IQ, because if you had looked at the numbers, crime is up almost 39%. And let's not even talk about carjackings, burglaries, assaults. They're all up. She's an idiot, but she's from New York. So what I was going to tell you before is about New York. Just want to run into that for a second. They ran Hochul versus Zeldin, and Hochul was a one-trip pony. But you know what? What I just learned, and I learned this election, that one constant message, that one drumbeat just continually beating is apparently successful. They somehow can, they confuse New Yorkers and New Yorkers are usually not brick stupid, but maybe it's some of it's leaking over from Pennsylvania. But what I can tell you is they convinced New Yorkers that crime was nothing, that crime really didn't exist, that all the stories of people being beaten, shot, killed, stabbed, raped, choked, thrown off the train, onto the tracks, off of the platforms. That was all fake. That was all his imagination. And she continued to deny it, and the media denied it, and the media downplayed it, and the only thing you kept hearing is abortion, abortion, abortion. It was like a drumbeat from a tribe. Abortion, abortion, abortion. That became the battle cry of freedom. But that's not freedom, folks. If you have to stay inside your house and you can't take the subway, that's not freedom. Okay? Yeah, you can go get an abortion. Yes, you can go do that. And the bottom line was, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on what side of the fence you're on, Lee Zeldin by himself could not have changed the abortion reg reg regulations of having a Joe Biden moment. He could not have done it. End of story. He just could not do it. There is something called legislatures, and those are the people that make the laws. And that's the problem. Everybody had this on their brain. They had Lee Zeldin. He was going to cancel abortion tomorrow. Reality was, here's the problem for the, Dem for the Democrats and the Republicans. The Democrats have nothing to run on, but they're smart. They ran on one issue. That wasn't even their issue. It was supposed to be returned to the states quietly and right Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it. If it had been returned to the states 50 years ago the way it should have been, and she was a proponent of that, she thought that decision was wrong, Roe v. Wade I'm referring to, that the states would have figured it out already because over the time, legislatures usually get things straightened out. Most of the time, I would hope. 
except in California, then you guys are on your own. Sorry. But right now, this is something that the Democrats are phenomenal at. One party, lockstep, and the same words come out of everybody's mouths. So many times that people now believe it. And it's done. It's finished. They did it. In New York, Hochul won. What did she run on? We're not really sure except for abortion. That was it. Lee Zeldin had all these other plans and all these other policies that he was going to put into effect. And guess what? New York said, nope, thanks very much. Why? Why did he lose? He lost New York City. And New York City, you are a bunch of crazy people. Because you live in a city that is now most dangerous. It is every day somebody's being killed, raped, murdered, assaulted, and stabbed. You like that? You like it? Good luck for you. Good luck. Everybody's leaving the city. That's why they're fleeing to places like Florida, where things are a little bit more sane. Things are better. So now you have, you know, what did both sides run on? You really, when I saw this election, which was really fouled up, let's put it that way, everybody ran on the other party being the bad guy. Nobody ran on their own party. And what do I mean by that? It's really clear. Every Republican said the Democrats were horrible, and every Democrat said the Republicans were horrible. Nobody talked about the differences in their policies. Everybody gave you this, and and I got to tell you, I you know I like Kevin McCarthy. I think Jim Jordan should be the leader, but that's my own opinion. But the problem is, is that these people have to understand. America wants specifics. You're not going to run on this, oh, we're going to have a great world and the world's going to be beautiful and everything will be fine in the world and don't worry about it. We'll take care of everything. People don't believe you anymore because we've heard that. We've heard that for the last 30 years. We're going to fix it. Fix what? You don't even know what's broken. You can't even tell me what's broken, but you tell me you're going to fix it. You know, when the Democrats stuck their finger on the the scales of justice and started basically propping up Republican candidates that would have been wiped out by other Republicans in the primaries, that was an offense. That was something that needs to be stopped. All of this tons and tons of money coming into races needs to be stopped. And you have people like Liz Cheney, Adam Kinziger, thank goodness they're gone. But they're not going to shut up. They just keep yapping. They just keep going. It's amazing. You know, if you have personal views that don't coincide with the people you represent as a legislature, as a congressman, as a senator, you represent the people. So put your little feelings, put your little things on the side and say, you know what? Let's do what the people's business is. That's why you were sent there. It's an amazing opportunity for me to understand how people get to Washington and do whatever they want and forget about the people they represent. And what, what I'm telling you, and then I'll, I'll end up the program this way out of Georgia. Herschel and Warnock are going into a runoff election. The, the libertarian took a lot of votes. You guys have to really look at Warnock as a candidate. What has he done for you? Herschel Walker is a man of the people. He is, yes, he doesn't have that eloquent speech pattern. And you know what? Guys who have the elegant speech pattern, a lot of them have been arrested and gone to jail, and a lot of them are in government right now, and that's part of the problem. We need a guy like Herschel Walker, a man of the streets, a guy who knows what he needs to do 
for the people he represents. He has a demonstrated, he's demonstrated to us already before he got into politics that he gives back. That's service, folks. That is service, and you need to recognize that. Warnock, he's got his hand out all day long. Herschel, when he puts his hand out, it's to shake you and pick you up and bring you forward. And that's what he wants to do. And his views and Herschel Walker's views are very close to those of the libertarians. And that you better take note of. All the libertarians out there, Warnock is not a libertarian. Herschel more aligns with the libertarians. So I just want to let everybody know that's where you should be looking. Look at what they do. Look at the policies that they're going to implement. And I got to tell you, I don't think we can take another democratic wave or another couple of blue dots because this America that we have right now is going down. There was no meat on the bones from the policies of the Republicans. They better get that straightened out. And the Democrats stop spending money. It's not your money. It's our money. And you guys need to understand that you need to do the right things. Instead of spending $50 million, I heard $50 million on an electric ferry to an island that has 900 people. You can't do this anymore. You have to stop. And Republicans, stop fighting with yourselves. Start doing the people's business. We will recognize that. And you will no longer have a problem. You will not have to defend abortion or anything else because you'll have a record to run on. So, you know, as we come to the end of the program this week, I hope you understood what I was saying, and sometimes I get a little heated. But I just want everyone to understand, this is America, and America needs to be strong because when America is not right, the rest of the world is not right. And that's a real scary thought. We are on the precipice of a new world order if America falls. Well, this has been Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, and thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.